are we recording? <laughs> Wait, is this thing on? Seriously. Am I recording? <laughs> You're listening to Let's Get Into It, a podcast designed to help you in your life and in your business. My name is Bree Marie and I'm your host. You might have stumbled upon my blog, livingbreely.com, or taken one of my online courses, or maybe you're just learning about my work for the first time. As a business strategist, course creator, and a seasoned blogger, I've had the opportunity to sit down with number one best-selling authors, world-class experts, coaches, healers, and other online entrepreneurs who are super excited to share with you their stories, learning lessons they've had along the way, and how they continue to strive on making an impact in our world. Each week, I want to bring you two episodes full of tangible and actionable steps to inspire you to have an impactful, sustainable, and purpose-driven life and business. So let's get into it. Friday, or maybe you're not listening to this on a Friday. I don't know. That's like the one weird thing about, I think, like podcasts is like you can say a date, but like podcasts live forever. (laughs) So, unless I delete the episode or re record it, like, yeah. Anyway, this episode's going live on a Friday. So, if you're listening on a Friday, happy Friday. If you're not listening on a Friday, happy whatever day it is. (laughs) So when I relaunched the podcast, I decided that I wanted to do a hotline, like a phone number. And I haven't done an episode yet, but I have gotten a couple of calls. And obviously, like, I can't answer all of them. Or else I would just like, there would just, it would be too many (laughs) in one episode. So I have two really good questions related to business, especially online businesses, online entrepreneurs. And I thought I would answer them because I love talking about business stuff. It's really, really fun for me. I know that sounds weird. And so, yeah, I'm going to answer their questions to the best of my ability. And I'm super excited for this like new little segment that we're doing. If you are in America, you can give me a call. My phone number is 949-734-0225. And you can leave a message. It goes directly to voicemail. So like no one's going to pick up. Don't freak out. I know people my age are like so weirded out by talking on the phone. But no, it's like literally a voicemail and you can leave me your question and maybe I'll answer it. You can also text the number. So if you're an American, you're like, I don't do phone calls, Brie. You can text me your question and I'll answer it as well. If you are outside of the U.S., America, you can send an audio clip or question to info at livingbreely.com if you want to be featured. So yeah, just record if you have an iPhone and you have notes. It's super windy here. Sorry if you can hear the wind. I have the sliding glass door wide open. Um, so yeah, if you're, you can go to your notes if you have an iPhone and record a little question and send it to me. I mean, don't make it like a 17 minute question. Like we got to be succinct here and like concise. 
like as if I'm one to talk. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love hearing just like feedback about the podcast, what episodes you guys are loving. Obviously, you should follow me at Living Breely on Instagram, or you can head over to my blog, livingbreely.com, or you can send me a, your emails to info at livingbreely.com. But it was just like a really, I thought it was a little bit, what languages am I seeking? Oh, wow. Slow down. I just thought it'd be a really cool way to connect on a different level than just like me sitting here like talking on Fridays. So I'm not obviously not going to do one every single Friday, but I'd like to do one like maybe once or twice a month. I'm just answering your guys' questions and honestly, nothing's off limits. Limits. I need to like do some like vocal lessons. Like what is that? Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> um, There's no questions off limits. So you can literally ask me anything. You can remain anonymous if you want. Just preface it. Um, obviously when you send the clip or leave a voicemail or send a text, but yeah, I'm super excited. So without further ado, let's jump into it. Let's get into it. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Be kind, be well, be grateful. Love you. Mean it. Bye. So the first question, let's hear it. Which do you think is most important in building a business? Strategy or mindset? And I would love to know, like, if you could do it, uh, say your answer in terms of maybe like a percentage. Like if you think building a business is 90% mindset, 10% strategy, or the other way around, or whatever. Just wanted to know your opinion on that. Thank you. Love your podcast. So I love this question. And I've been thinking about about it all week um, because it is a really good one. And I think a lot of coaches, healers, and entrepreneurs have this question. Um, I obviously did some research because like that's just the type of person that I am and everyone has different answers. So just like some of the websites and blogs that I was reading, some people say it's 100% mindset. Others say it's 50% mindset, 50% strategy. Lord Farquaad says it's 80% mindset and 20% strategies. Um, I've even, I think, I don't, I mean, I don't know what I said. That's like my, one of my problems. Um, but we're not going to talk about me today. (laughs) Um, I think I've even said like, oh, it's 80, 20 or 50, 50. And I feel like at this point, I've realized that the best way to answer this is that it depends on where you're at in your business. So, in my humble opinion, <laughs> I think in the beginning, it's a lot about mindset. I think you're undoing a lot of those limiting beliefs of like, can I really do this? Entrepreneurship is hard and scary and blah, 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 blah. And like quitting your nine to five or whatever your situation is. So you're really destroying those 
conventional ideas of what business is and you don't really know what you're doing strategically in your business yet. Everything is just kind of like, I'm going to try this and I'm going to try that. And it's, I mean, your business in general is like one large experiment, but I think especially in the beginning, you're just trying to figure out what's working and what feels good. And while you're doing a lot of just like unraveling of your mindset, but as you begin to grow your business, when you start seeing that little bit of success, I think that's when you need to get smart and start scaling and scaling your business is all about strategy. So mindset does play a role because when you scale, the goal is to do more, but you're not as involved in more of the smaller day-to-day activities. And that can be a huge challenge for any entrepreneur to really let go of that control and let other people do what you've been doing yourself. Um, So you kind of have to think of yourself like a chess player. Your goal is to make moves more strategically. You start hiring VAs, copywriters, assistants, ad managers, etc. So like, Your whole purpose is to make sure that your team has what they need from you in order to do their jobs. And that takes strategy. Um, So I don't think it's 100% mindset. Like you could do all of the mindset work in the world and still not have a business because mindset isn't necessarily something that's tangible. So your limiting beliefs are only broken through action and that action is applied when you're taking action on strategy. So I also don't think it's 100% strategy because you have to have gone through some of that mindset work to actually understand the why piece in strategy. So they're kind of like entangled together in 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 a way. So you need both mindset and strategy. But again, I think it just depends on where you're at in your business. Um, Just like everything else in life, it's kind of a continuum. So part of being in business is that you're always going to be looking for proficiencies and efficiencies, new ways to do things, new adaptations, new products, new formats, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so... I mean, I think that's the the number one reason why some businesses fail is that they refuse to adapt in adapt new strategies or I'm sorry, they they're afraid to adopt new strategies because they are stuck in an old mindset with old strategies. So again, now I'm just talking in circles, but I think you get what I mean. Um So I think that the real question here is to understand where you're at in your business and make the decision on whether you need to invest more in mindset or invest more in strategy. So I hope that answered your question. Thank you so much for calling in. Okay, we're going to jump into the second question here. Hey, Bree, this is Erin Vasquez calling from Las Vegas, Nevada. My social media handles are Erin T. Vasquez, V-A-V-Q-U-E-Z. And my question is, when you're getting started with automation systems for an opt-in, what is the most important thing to consider? What, how, like, basically, how do you deliver massive value and really get your ideal audience 
hooked on you. All right. Thank you. Bye. Another really good question. These questions are awesome. So this is kind of like a multiple question type of thing. So I think the first part of your question was like, what is the most important thing to consider and how to deliver massive value? So I believe that the most important thing to consider is what problem you're solving for your audience. So what is going to make your target demo or your target client say, oh my God, yes, I need that. Erin has exactly what I am looking for, like she's solving this problem for me. Um, I've said this before, but it kind of, I'm not saying, Erin, that you're doing this, <laughs> but I've seen this as far as like opt-ins go, that like when I go to someone's website and it's like, sign up for my newsletter to keep up with me. Like, what? <laughs> um, I've said this before, unless you're a Kardashian, no one is interested in keeping up with you. And even then, sometimes that's a little bit of a questionable statement. So you have to to create an opt-in, again, that is solving a problem for them. So you have to know who your ideal client or consumer or customer is and give them something to answer their problem. So like a couple of examples, if you're a vegan health coach, send them, you know, quick 30 minute dinner, vegan dinner recipes, like or a meal plan, 30 minute meals for vegans. Or if you're like, you know, a makeup artist, send them a list of or send them a PDF or something of what each makeup brush does like I'd sign up for that in a fucking heartbeat like I don't know what's a contour brush a blending brush a fan brush an eyebrow brush like what are what does each brush do what's the functionality of each brush if you're a yoga teacher send them a quick 20 minute yoga routine for in the morning to boost energy or a bedtime nighttime yoga routine to help them relax at night if you're a graphic designer send them a tutorial on how to mix and match fonts like do you get where I'm going here like and I know everyone says like deliver value 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 and there's really and I know some people are like well what is value like how do I define value how does my client define value the easiest way to provide value and at least what it means to me is to solve a problem for them so when you're sitting down to write any piece of content a blog post Instagram caption, Facebook post, Instagram, Facebook live, um, email opt-in, email newsletter, whatever. What you have to ask yourself, the very first question should be, what problem is this solving for my ideal client? So I think that is how you really create one valuable opt-ins and create valuable content. And the second part of your question was, how do you get your audience hooked on you? Okay, not to sound like a broken record, but like one, provide value by solving a problem for them. That's like number one. Um, Two is be consistent. So humans like patterns. We feel safe when we feel familiar with something or someone. So you should be putting out three pieces of content every week on different platforms consistently. So again, when I say 
formats that can be a blog post, that can be an email, that can be a podcast, that can be a YouTube video, that could be IGTV, that could be Instagram, Snapchat. Pick, you know, a couple of platforms. I always say like one to two if you're just starting out to really, you know, get consistent with it. So again, being consistent, I think if you're going to tell your audience like, hey, I'm going to be doing a Facebook Live or hey, I'm going to be releasing this or I'm doing this, like you need to show up when you say you're going to show up um, and create that that safety of like, I'm here, I'm doing this, I'm showing up. And again, humans like patterns. I think like it's a weird like blend of psychology but definitely be as consistent as possible with um, putting out content for your audience. The third thing, and I know this is going to sound simple and like, duh, Brie, but connection. Um, and again, I know connections like, yeah, duh, everyone like wants connection with their audience. But I think we're missing the actual action <laughs> to the connection. So what I mean is talk to the people that are viewing your content, not with the intention to sell them something, to try to convert them into a client, but like have a just a normal conversation with them. Hey, how are you? Thanks for watching my stories. I really appreciate you. Like even just, even if they don't respond, just send them a message and being like, just say thank you and start a conversation with them. I think smaller creators and coaches actually have this as a huge advantage. One, they likely have more time. Two, they have less people engaged in their content. So they can get really specific with who they're, you know, conversing with. And you'll learn a little bit more about what your audience is enjoying, what they need help with, and how you can help them. So I had a client once who was like, well, I only have two people on my list. And I'm like, that's awesome. That's plenty. Talk to them. Talk to the people that are signed up for your email list. You know, um, it's not this like I want 100,000 followers or email subscribers or nothing at all. Like if you have that attitude, you're never going to get there. And I'm not saying, Erin, that you have that attitude. I'm just, you know, speaking in generalization here. Um, But I remember when I first started dipping my toes into the idea of becoming a coach, what I did is I sent out an email to everyone on my email list and I was like, hey, like I want to talk to you. Here's the link to my calendar. Let's schedule a call. Like I just want to have a really good one on one conversation with you. And like literally within minutes, I started getting bookings like from women around the world And it was amazing. Like it was one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had because I just got to have these really genuine conversations. And I wish that I was articulate enough to explain networking in a way that's like that I feel like does it justice. But I think if you want people to get, quote, hooked on you. I think it's all about connection. I think it's about showing some of those vulnerabilities. I think it's about being real and honest about where you're at in your business, where you want to go, what things failed, what didn't work out, um, and really using your story as like the connector 
and, and following it up with value, right? Because we don't want to share our stories and be like, oh, like, yeah, this really sucked. and blah, 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 But then offer no solutions or no, again, backing it up with something that they like the bigger takeaways. Um, so I think, you know, use your story again as that connecting piece to really, you know, you know, we we connect with human beings based on like when we see similarities. Right. And so your your client is always going to be an extension of you or a byproduct of what experiences you've been through. So I think learning what you're like, again, just having conversations I feel like I'm making this way more complicated than it needs to be, but just having conversations, slide in the DMs, slide in the emails, and just really get to know who your audience is. Okay, that I hope answered your questions. Thank you guys so much for calling in. I really appreciate it. Again, if you guys have more questions, I'd love to hear from you. You can give me a ring at 949-734-0225. And if you're international, you can send an audio clip to info at livingbreely.com. Thank you so much again for listening and I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Be kind, be well, be grateful. Love you. Mean it. Bye. One more thing. If you love this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Head over to my Instagram and tag me at livingbreely with you listening to this episode. I'd love to hear from you, see you, connect with you, and know which episodes and interviews you're finding valuable. For any courses, freebies, or blog posts mentioned in this episode, you can head over to livingbreely.com or check out the show notes below.